This is the Dancepreneuring Studio Podcast, session number 110. The Advantage of Being Open and Optimistic. Hi there, and welcome to session number 110 of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I'm really happy that you're here with me today. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world, the transformation I've experienced, the wonderful creatives I've met along the way as they also share their stories, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. So we have an interview this week with a dear friend of mine. Her name is Allie Vega, and she's a dancer and a choreographer and has done some really neat projects. And we have a great conversation talking about what she did that has re-inspired her dance and her choreography and the work that she does, how she combines her passions for anime and dance together. And I'm totally a proponent of making all the things that in, that excite you work together so that you're completely fulfilled in what you're doing. And then we also talk about some sensitive subjects of mental health and how she's had to deal with some challenges. And when I think of someone that is open and optimistic, I think of Allie. Because Allie embodies the qualities of being open and being optimistic, she's had opportunities open up for her and she's made the best of every situation. I'm thankful for her openness, our conversation, and I'm excited to share her with you. Here we go. Hi, this is Ali Vega, dancer, choreographer, educator, and activist. And you are listening to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio with my good friend, Annette Bowman. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. It is said that variety is the spice of life. And when I think of a person that embraces making the best of a variety of experiences, this person comes to mind and is my special guest today. She is a dancer, a choreographer, an event producer, an activist, and also an educator with a BA in communications from Cal State Long Beach. She is also the artistic director for the Anime Expo Maiden Butler Cafe and created a dance company called K-Pop Dance Party. She travels to different anime conventions and events and teaches hip-hop dance workshops. And you can also see her teach this fun dance workout on hipshakefitness.com. I'm so thrilled to have the awesome Allie Vega on the podcast today. How are you, Allie? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, Annette. I'm so honored to be here. Oh, I'm I'm so excited. I feel like we haven't talked in ages. You've been busy yeah. with all of your projects. You know, I have <laughs> as well. And it's always great to catch up with amazing creative artists that are doing different things and putting themselves out there. And I know we've had conversations about getting out there and putting yourself out there. And maybe the experience might not be the way that you may expect it to be. And you've been in a bunch of different environments in terms of being an artist, being a choreographer, leading, uh, leading different things, leading different causes and that kind of thing. And, and what I admire so much is that you've, you, you haven't been afraid to put yourself out there, you know, working different jobs. Some I know that have not been ideal. (laughs) And you know, you've, (laughs) 
you know, and, and you've been so positive about it. And, and um, you've been in front of the camera, you've been behind the scenes. Why, uh, you know, why have you put yourself out there like that, even if the situation is not ideal? And what are three big takeaways, would you say, from all of these different experiences? Um, I think it's really important to put yourself out there and try new things because, you know, we have one life and it's, it could be long, it could be short. And because it's so uncertain, this is our time to figure it out. Right. So that's why I live my life like that, um, by that mantra, because I want to be purposeful with what I do. And, um, I like so many different things because I allow myself to explore and I allow myself to open my mind to different possibilities and put myself in different situations because I think that makes my artistry uh, unique, you know, because I, I try not to stay in this like one bubble of things. Biggest takeaways from doing so many different like um, avenues of artistry is, yeah, it definitely makes you a more well-rounded person. Um, it gives you like a greater broad perspective of different people in their walks of life, right? Because, I mean, you know, I like to say my main thing is that I am a dancer choreographer. That's, like, always my top one. And then everything that kind of, like, comes after it define or helps define my dance and choreography. So, yeah, by doing different avenues of artistry, it just makes your message much more broad. It allows you to connect with a different type of audience that you might have not connected with have you only just stayed in like one bubble. So yeah, I would say those are like my biggest takeaways. So with um, experiencing different things and like you were saying about the connection, can you compare and contrast the anime community with the dance community? Where are the similarities and where are the differences? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so glad you asked the question just because I, I, I do talk about this a lot because I'm someone who grew up in both, you know, uh, and I like to say, I, I tell people I got my start with the anime community because like my fandom, my love for this pop culture flourished first. And then, I mean, dance was always there, but it took me a while to really start identifying with that term. Um, and starting, and it just took me a while to feel comfortable with saying like I'm a dancer. Like for the longest time, that was just very foreign to me. The similarities are definitely the passion. I mean, you'll definitely find people in both communities that are just, they love what they do and they um, are pretty unapologetic about it. Um, and then the difference is, is that with dance, I would say, I guess there's, okay, there's like with the dance community versus like industry, there's like stark differences there. Um, I would say there's just the focus is different. It's not necessarily a bad or good thing. It's just. Um, like for instance, in the dance industry, if they're more focused on, you know, booking jobs or in the dance community, if they're just more focused on winning competitions or whatnot. Um, you know, so it's just like, it's the, it's a matter of like how you express your love for what you're doing. Cause in the anime community, there is a competition aspect at times, especially with cosplay. But for the most part, like what brings the anime community together is the fandom. So a lot of people are just there because they truly just love fandom. That's like the sole reason why we're there. And then like any type of like competition aspect just comes like after the fact. I'm so glad I asked that question too, <laughs> because I love how you combined. I, I, I love it when 
people can combine their passions for different things and don't feel like they have they have to identify with one or the other. They can identify with both, which you've done very seamlessly. And oh, I you. love, yeah, of course. And I love that you're so passionate about both things and you've been able to mm-hmm. add your own touch to this and w- which is what you've done with the K-pop workout, which yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I feel fortunate that I got to experience while you were teaching it as a class, but now it's yeah. on Hipshake Fitness, which I think yeah. is incredible. What was your experience like that for filming that? And like, did you pick the dancers? Did Hipshake Fitness pick them? How did that all come about? Oh man. So how that came about was because the two founders, um, Charlene and Anne, went to go take my class while I was still teaching it physically at Boogie Dome. And um, so I met them initially there because they they told me they were looking for a K-pop dance class in LA and they couldn't find anything, but they finally found one in Torrance. So they came to take my class. They had fun. They interviewed me uh, shortly after. And then um, from there, they Charlene, the founder, hit me up a couple months later and asked if I would be willing to make a dance fitness workout for her platform. Initially, when she came to me with the idea, I was I was pretty reluctant just because I've never done any sort of dance fitness anything before. You know, I come from like my background in choreography. You know, so I was it, it was just a world I was not like you know in tune with, but. Um, after a while, I decided to just open up to the idea and it just started to become, um, started to sound like a, a better idea the more I just opened my mind to thinking about different possibilities that can come with it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how it came to be. And, uh, we just filmed it in November. Um, I remember she, uh, Charlene was like, all right, so we're going to film four videos. One's a choreography video and the other three are like the workout videos and they're each going to be 35 minutes long. And I was like, okay, but here I am thinking, <laughs> here I am thinking like, oh, 35 minutes, but with like, you know, takes in between. I mean, I've done shoots where you like, you know, you cut and cut and cut, but like, she was like, oh no, we want to, we want to actually have like a feel of a workout. So it's just going to be a 35 minute straight shoot, just one take. And I was like, oh my God. So if I mess up, it's just, it's just going to be a mess up, you know? Like, <laughs> Like, and I'm just, you know, as a dancer that comes from a choreography background, I, I'm just not used to being like, we can't erase that. Cause it's just, you know, I mean, like, cause with other shoots, like, if you mess up, you could do that take like five more times and then they can edit it out. But like in this aspect, it's like, you know, you're just gonna have to roll with it in that 35 minutes. And then not only that, but it was 35 minutes of continuous movement, which I'm definitely not used to because like in a regular choreography class, like, you're not moving that intensely for 35 minutes, you know, like you're, you're moving for a whole hour and a half or however long the class is, but it's never like at that intensity the entire time. So the fact that I had to be the instructor to keep that energy moving throughout the whole 35 minutes and do it three different times, I was just like, all right, this is going to be really hard because I've never done that. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, no, it was quite the experience and I think it gave me a new perspective and everything. And um in terms of my dancers, I asked two girls that are good friends of mine. One girl, she dances for me with Maid Cafe, and then the other girl is a good friend of mine in the anime community. And then we used Anne, who's the community manager of Fitch Shape Fitness. So 
I'm glad that you talked about this too, because about being, you know, being honest that you haven't done something like this. This is not, you know, dance fitness and and the way that you, that this was shot, the manner that it was shot was, was foreign to you. But again, you put yourself in a situation where you didn't really know what to expect. Right. And it was my, it might've been a little uncomfortable. Right. So. Oh Oh my God. No, there were just moments where like, like sweat was just dripping down my face and like, and you can't hide that, you know? And like, I remember after the first shoot, we did like, you know, level one. And, um, in between those takes, um, sure. I remember Charlene was like, Hey, if you're sweating, that's great. Because you know, people are going to be watching at home and be like, okay, she's like really working out. And I'm like, I'm just over here. Like, Oh my God, I'm just not used to that because like on like in other video shoots, you're supposed to just look really flawless. And if it is, Wet dripping down your face, it's like glistening, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> in this aspect, it was just like, no, I look like a hot mess, like, geez, like, you gotta get this girl a towel. Like, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think that's what people like about like this, this like raw energy that's coming from it because it's like, yeah, we're filming it at a nice, like, fancy studio with lights and a camera crew, but I, I mean, it's like real people, you know? I mean, I can't fake what I am and I mean if I have sweat dripping down my face and like my makeup's running I mean so be it at least I'm losing weight right (laughs) (laughs) and you've got a really good workout Allie so that I do that's always a good thing right so Yeah. yeah so we were um we're talking about being real and you know so be it they see all this stuff going on let me switch over to your recent concept video where you address something very common that either people talk a lot about or they try to hide it. And that's the whole thing with anxiety and depression. Do you mm-hmm. want to tell us a little bit about that journey of filming that concept video? I know that was a very personal experience for you and yes. something that is it's, it's a hard thing to address and to go through and trying to figure things out and, and knowing when you need help and the kind of help that is best for you at that time. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. I mean, with my journey through mental health, it's, Definitely still a journey I'm going through today because I think with, with mental health, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that like, you know, for some reason on the internet and in pop culture, some people romanticize this idea of like being sad, which is very weird. I don't know why anyone would do that, but, yes. um, and, um, people don't understand the severity and the levels of anxiety and depression where they're just like, well, you're depressed, just like, you know, don't be depressed, you know, or like, don't, or just like stop being that. And it's weird because like, you know, it's, it's a lot that has to do with like education and that we're just not properly educated in those fields, you know, and with mental health like that, it's, it's an ongoing battle, you know, I mean, people deal with it throughout their whole life. And like in my experience, I mean, I don't even know when it started, you know, like I wouldn't be able to pinpoint like, yeah, day one, this is when I was sad. You know, like, I just don't know, like, I, I just, right? Like, I just, yes. I don't know how to pinpoint when it began. I just feel like, to me, it's like, it's this feeling that's been with me for as long as I can remember. I just didn't know how to identify it back then. And then now that I'm older and I have a lot more cognitive ability to recognize, like, what I'm going through, I can finally put a name to it, you know? And, which is like the first step, right? Like, now you can identify what's, going on and now you have the option of well what are you going to do about it and so um for me as an artist I'm like well this is the only thing I know how to do I'm just gonna 
you know, articulate how I'm feeling through what I do best. And it was through movement and um, I wanted to capture the movement on film. And so, um, it was a personal project. I got my, you know, girlfriends together for this. And, um, before we shot the video, I actually got them together and we did a powwow and I told them all of this really. I was just, I was very open and vulnerable and telling them like, you know, this isn't just a choreography video. I mean, I know all the girls who are in my video are just super talented dancers and I look up to all of them. Um, and they could be doing all the dance jobs in the world right now. They could be dancing with whoever they want, but I thank them for just taking the time to be with me in that moment because I was trying to showcase a social issue, you know, and I think with dance and showcasing social issues, you know, I know there's dancers who are trying to do that and I commend them because, you know, we should be using our art as a way to tell a story and as a way to connect um, to other communities. But yeah, this was just my way of internalizing what I was going through and being really raw and authentic with it. Just because at the end of the day, I'm not trying to claim an, an expert in mental health, you know, like I don't have the credentials for that. Like I'm not trying to like tell people like you're how you need to live your life. And I think that's another thing too, is when, when you do come out of that, like, you know, and you talk about mental health, um, I, I don't think it's coming from a bad place, but then I you do get those people who start to tell you like, yeah, why don't you just get over it? Or, you know, just, Go take a yoga class and you'll be fine. You know, like, you use these sort of, you know, like, as funny as it is, I have been told stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just, I know it's not coming from a bad place, but that's why I try to come from it where I'm like, I hear you and I know it's hard. And the only person who's going to know how to get through it is you. And then all we can do is just show unconditional support and point you in directions of how you can have help and you know what resources you can reach out to and then you know for me it was reaching out to the communities I'm close with you know other activists that I'm friends with it was reaching out to them and it was reaching out to my therapist um, which I started going to therapy this year and um, it's helped a lot it's helped tremendously so yeah that was just kind of Well, I liked what you said about how people not that I liked the subject of it or the context of it. But I liked that you mentioned that it's so easy for people to say, well, yeah, go ahead and take a yoga class. Like for me, that would be like, yeah, I'm going to go take a yoga class because I love yoga. But, but it's, you know, it's that standard, like there's not a a one size fits all solution for people. And a lot of times you don't understand what people are, you don't know the severity or the extent and the the circumstances. And for you to say, well, do this, like, well, you know, people are very well meaning, and they want to help. But Mm -hmm. I think what you said was so good about the best thing you can do is give them unconditional love and offer the the resources and the things that would best help them not necessarily like for me, if I there have been times when I've, um, when people have wanted to help me, but it's like, they weren't hearing me. Like they weren't, they weren't hearing what was, they didn't take the time. It was like, okay, well, let me get my solution out to you and let me just promote either my product or let me, let me get, you know what I mean? And so it's like, it's, it's so, it's not validating to you as a person and the things that you're going through. And so I loved because you've gone through it. So you're, you understand you have the empathy for it, you know? And so I know that you have some important, we've talked about this before about mentorship and how important it is. And so I know Mm -hmm. in this aspect of your life, you're obviously 
getting that as well. What would you say that you've learned about the importance of mentorship and your experience with having different mentors in your life? Oh my God, everyone needs one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, everyone needs one. Doesn't even matter what industry you're in, like you should have one. Yeah, I'm blessed that I have multiple mentors. Um, in different aspects of my life and like how I use them in different ways. And it's been amazing. And it's been, I've just been so grateful that I have people that genuinely care about me and my life and my career and where it goes and that they give me the opportunities to shine really. Two of my biggest mentors I would, I always like to shout out is definitely Gigi Torres. She's like my dance mentor and if it wasn't for her and her program, Establish Her Empire, I honestly wouldn't be doing any of this right now. So I have, I always give her all the props in the world. And then I also want to shout out to Jenny Yang, my amazing activist, comedian friend, who's just killing it in every aspect of the word. And like, it's just, it's because of ladies like that who believe in what I do and believe in what I can offer and give me the opportunities to shine. That's what's given me hope, you know, and I think that's where it starts. It starts with someone just reaching out to you and giving you that, that moment to just show it, show the world what you can do, you know, and if, if people don't have those moments, if people have never had someone tell them they believe in them and that, you know, this is your moment to do this, then I can see why it's so discouraging and being in any sort of artistic field, you know, because especially in this industry where you're like, an artist or are you doing something creative, you know, we don't really have that measure of, am I doing good? You know, like versus like a nine to five job where you'll, you'll know you're doing good at, at your six month review and you get a raise, you know, mm-hmm. but like in an artist's life, you, you don't know. You, you don't like, there's no one who's just going to be standing next to you the whole way going like, yep, that was great. Keep doing. You know, no one's going to do that. I mean, you could be booking all these jobs and doing all these gigs. And, you know, one year passes, two year passes, and I don't know if you're doing good. You don't know if you're doing good. So that's why it's really important to have mentors guide you through that so that you can always stop what you're doing and reflect about what, and reflect on what you've been doing so far. And that's something that Gigi definitely offers to me. Like, and she always keeps it real. I think anyone who's worked with her can vouch for that. She always keeps it real. I I just think everyone should have a mentor. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's really important what you're saying about keeping it real, because in my experience with mentorship is that it is definitely awesome to have someone in your corner that is encouraging you along the way. And I loved how you brought that up about artists versus like the regular nine to five, getting the six month review and all that. And that it's so sequential. And it's fine for people that like that. But if you're creative and want to do all these projects and and get your message out there, it, it is it's a different it's a different experience. And sometimes you're questioning yourself like, gosh, am I, if, is what I'm doing important? Does my voice matter? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Especially when like, you know, as a creative and you're putting different work out there and if the staple of success is views, right? Like how many views it's getting, how, uh-huh. how viral, or if it's making money, if those are the measurements we're using, to define if you're doing a good job, then it's it's hard to tell, you know, because I mean, you could create the best work and it won't have 
you know, a billion views. It just, it won't. And, or, you know, you could do the best work and you might not get like a lot of money out of it, but does that mean it wasn't good? No, not necessarily. It's just, this is the industry we're in where like, you know, you put a lot of love and, you know, effort into whatever you're putting out there and it might, it, it just might not be accepted by everyone. And that's, that's what's hard because a lot of artists, you know, we put so much of ourselves into our work as much as we try not to, you know, but like we put so much of ourselves in there and that, and so if we're going to just feel defeated when it doesn't get like a billion views or, pe- or people aren't talking about it or, you know, we're always constantly looking for that validation. And I find that so much just in this industry. Like I, if I talk to like friends who are, you know, nurses and worked at hospitals or offices, like no one's sitting there going like, yep, trying to get this whole office to like me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like it's really only prominent in like a creative field because, you know, you want people to appreciate your work because you work so freaking hard on it. Yeah. It's just, it's hard because you have to keep that tug of war feeling of, well, I want people to appreciate what I'm doing, but at the same time, I have to know that. I like what I'm doing. I like what I'm putting out there. And whether it gets a billion views or two views, I'm still happy with what I'm doing. Yes. It's that self, that, that self-satisfaction within that you gave it your all. And yeah. it's, um, I, and I think that's one of the hurdles that as artists, you have to get over that. Not everybody's going to like or jive with my message and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. people that do, the people that do will be loyal and yeah. they'll be engaging. And just like with your anime community, I know you have a very tight um, community and tribe that you've created yeah. because they jive with your message and who you are. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about you too, Ali that you're so authentic to who you are. You're not, you don't apologize for the way that you feel about things and whether people agree with you or not, it's fine. It's okay. You know? So I, and I think like what you're saying, that mentorship process has helped guide you through this. And of course it's still helping you. And I, you know, I don't think we're ever done with that, with the, with the self-development and the growth and just finding what it is that we're, um, that we're supposed to do in terms of communicating our message and that kind of thing. So I'm so glad that you talked about that. (laughs) All these things that you're bringing up, I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah, she's bringing up all these things that are so important to talk about, you know. So, yeah. So in all the projects that that you do and the different environments you've been in, when do you feel the most creative and the most productive? Huh, that's definitely tough. I feel like inspiration will hit me very randomly. I mean, I feel like that's such a generic answer, but it's true. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, it is true. Inspiration will definitely hit me randomly. I can tell you the most recent time it's hit me was actually when I went back to the Philippines a couple weeks ago. I was in the Philippines for two weeks. I haven't been there in nine years. So it was, it was very nice being back and seeing family. But yeah, being there and being away from not only America, but being away from like, you know, the stuff I'm so used to doing every day from like a day to day basis actually helped me kind of reevaluate my love for that stuff, you know. So being in the Philippines re-inspired me to do a lot of things now that I'm back. You know, I, I have these projects kind of of what I wanted to want to do. My trip in the Philippines is giving me that uh that fire and that uh content of where what I'm taking away from it, right? And so um yeah, I think just being in different environments, uh that's usually 
what helps me keep like the creative juices flowing personally for me, especially as a dancer. I think being in class like day in and day out can get very taxing. And I know for me, like that doesn't really inspire me all the time. Like it will sometimes, but it won't all the time. So I have to put myself in other environments for me to reflect what dance means to me in that environment. And then I can come back and like, you know, create something new from that. That that trip came at a very opportune time for you, and now you're ready to go with. Uh, and I can't wait to see what you have up your sleeve, Allie. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be awesome. So I'm going to go into these questions. I call them the dance printering quick step. They're three quick questions, and you have to say what comes to mind. I think I'm going to rename it to something else because I'm finding as I'm asking this that there's so much more elaboration that goes on. So if you feel like you need to elaborate, that's totally fine. <laughs> Okay, so, so the first question is dance style you haven't tried but would like to and why? Oh god. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I'm trying to think of something fast. I don't know if it would be considered a dance style. Actually no, you know, I really want to try stepping. Like, ah, like, 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 like Yeah, or like um like what fraternities do. I was in a sorority oh, back in uh-huh. college, but we never stepped. But I was always so intrigued by the fraternities that did, like I just think I, I definitely would like to try that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you're the first person. Yeah. No, I think you might have been, might be the second person that said, someone else said about Chicago. Have you seen the Chicago stepping? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. It's, I know. It's, it's <laughs> insane. I have so much respect for that. Yes, so do I. Yeah. Second question, favorite dancer or choreographer and why? Favorite dancer. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I, I'm going to be generic. <laughs> I have a, you know what? I'm just. I'm gonna be generic and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Gigi. <laughs> I'm gonna say Gigi. I know it's just, it's more so back as it's like a more personal thing. Yes, of course. Uh, you yes. know, it's a more personal thing. And I think cause for me, like, there's so many dancers I admire, you know, and mm-hmm. I admire their careers and I admire what they stand for. But I think because Gigi has been so vocal about like where the inspiration for her dance comes from. And to me, that matters more than just looking cool. You know, um, I think that's why, you know, she would be considered my favorite. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame you at all. And I, I totally get that. Dance style that currently describes your day and why? Whacking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I trained in whacking once, but to, it describes my day because I feel like I'm also moving fast all the time. Yes. <laughs> and I'm always, like with whacking, there's like a strike and there's, um, you know, there's that fast but fierce movement. And I feel like that definitely always describes my day because I'm always moving in a fast way and I'm striking when I can. <laughs> uh-huh. I love that description. Yeah. That's a great description for that. Thank you. So if you guys want to find out more about Allie, you can go to her Facebook page. She's under Allie Vega, A-L-L-Y, V as in Victor, E-G-A. You can also find her on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter as well. And I'll have all these links in the show notes. And Allie, thank you so much for being on my podcast. It's been so wonderful to catch up. And I'm so excited to see what you have coming up next. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Annette. I'm so honored you would even ask me to be here. So I'm really grateful. Thank you. I hope this conversation inspired you that it's awesome to be open and optimistic, making the best of every situation, even when circumstances are not ideal. 
If you found this podcast helpful, I would really appreciate for you to subscribe, rate, and review either on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or Google Play. And that way I can continue improving the podcast as well as get your name out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.